Good evening, guys. I hope that you guys are having a wonderful evening tonight. I know I'm having a nice evening. Uh, finishing, just wrapping up a little bit of ironing, you know, shutting the house down. I don't know about you guys, but I like to shut my house down early because it's just, you know, it'll be a long day. You know, as we get up early, you know what I'm saying? And we have like schedules and stuff to do and trying to work out. And it's just good to wind down after a while, sit back, watch a movie or do some knitting, whatever you like to do, some stretches, some yoga. I want to talk tonight about uh, I'm re-entering the dating scene and some things that I've kind of noticed by being on the sidelines. You know, I have not been like a main player, you know what I mean, uh, into the game of dating. But I have certainly noticed some trends, some things that I'm not really into. And it's cool if other people are into it. Um, when I used to date, let's go back a little bit, okay? When I used to date, I'm going to tell you what I love about dating, okay? Let's start out with something like that. I love like back in the day, like a guy asks for your number, you know what I'm saying? They'd be like, can I get them digits or whatever? It sounds corny now, but even like now, I would prefer that type of approach than what we're going to talk about later, the, the approach that the men are taking. But okay, let's do this. They ask for your number. You know what I'm saying? They'd be like, show that you found, da, da, da. You know, they give you a compliment, ask you for your number. And then they, they get the digits, they call you, you be kind of nervous and stuff and giddy. And, you know, you be talking to them, you trying to talk in your cute voice and, you know, you want to impress them and stuff. It's just very fun, right? And then, like, you guys may go out on a date. <clears throat> Excuse me. You might go out on a date. You might go, you know, out to eat, to the movies. You know, we used to go on, like, very simple dates. Maybe to pool, to the arcade, something really fun. And then, you know, you might hit it off, right? So... The guys back in the day would walk you to your door, okay? This is how I used to date. They'll walk you to your door or they at least watch you get into the door, you know what I'm saying? And they'll tell you, you know, I hope you have a good night. And then at this time, the way I date is, I don't really just like go straight in like we're touching each other and kissing each other. You know what I'm saying? Like when we on a date, the guy might touch the small of your back while he opening up the door. They kind of like send chills through your body. Like you be feeling like, oh my God, you know what I'm saying? And so... You be like anticipation. I like to build the anticipation. I like it to be like a crescendo, like a music of coochie. Like you're not going to get it right away. And so that's very fun to me. And it's fun to the guy too, right? So, you know, they date hunter-gather. They love to chase. So, and I naturally do this. I just love to do this because it's very fun. So as you're flirting, you're feeling giddy. Y'all go on that second date. And then maybe they give you a little peck on the cheek. You can smell that cologne. You get a whiff of that cologne. You can feel the heat off his body. The lust is building. You know, you might start liking their personality. You're learning about their job. And y'all start dating. And then I love the fact, too, now we're out of the honeymoon stage. We start feeling comfortable with each other. Now I'm not really afraid to eat in front of you like that. You know how you be trying to be cute. People say I just I, I'm I'll be myself. I I like to kind of leave a little menace, like give a little mystery to it. So then you start feeling comfortable with them, and then um, you know it goes on and on like that, right? That's how I like to date. And then it goes to where you start saying we want this to be serious or not, okay? Then meeting of the family and stuff, and that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Let alone you know trying to meet somebody's kids. That's going to come last for me because nobody met my kids, okay? I don't, however you guys date, that's cool, but I don't do that. So, you know, that's how I like to date. So, trying to re-enter the dating scene, uh, especially after me having such older guys for my kids' dads, for me having such older guys and my kids' dads, they were like 11 years older than me, 15 years older than me, sorry, 16 years older than me, you know, and they were like working, working me like a trucker. 
And then the other guy was like maintenance man, heating and cooling. You know, I like men that work with their hands. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So anyway, <laughs> I like when they hungry, they, I can make them a nice meal. You know, what I'm I just really, I feel needed and I like that. So, I mean, all women want to feel needed. Like, don't let nobody shame you that you want to feel needed or that you want to be touched or that you want to hug. Um, there's a study, if I'm not mistaken, that says that people get touched or hugged live longer. So it's not nothing wrong with you. That's a human need. I'm not ashamed of any of my human needs. Okay. Um, so that's how I like to date. Okay. So it was hard for me to kind of re-enter. And I have all these babies, right? So I had twins back to back, if you guys don't know. So I'm thinking like, I'm like John and Kate plus eight without John. And I'm like, you know what I'm saying? Just kind of very confused. Like I can't do that. So I, I, my insecurity kind of helped had me just like, I'm just going to raise my kids. I started raising my children, and now my kids are getting older, you know, they're getting older, and now I'm thinking to myself, okay, it'd be, time for me, it'd be nice for me to have like a nice little date, um, a companion, someone I can have fun with, kick it with, the only thing that has been kind of holding me back is this, the men on the market, their needs have changed, see, I've been gone for a while, you know, people say welcome back, it wasn't no welcome back. I've been gone for a while, okay? I've been having babies. You know, I've been gone basically for 12 years having babies, literally uh, barefoot and pregnant in the kitchen. I, I didn't, I didn't, the babies didn't get older now. All of them is almost over a decade. Everybody over a decade in this house. And I'm like, you know what? Callie gonna get her groove back. And I noticed something that the men, they don't really a approach you the way they used to. It ain't shouty. How you doing? Oh, baby girl. Oh my God, you must, uh, heaven must be missing the angel. It's none of those pickup lines. You know what I'm saying? It's not really like how it used to be. Now with all, now with all of them are not like that, but the majority of them. I noticed that the men nowadays want to be chased. A lot of them. I said, for me, it was a culture shock. And then I would proceed to watch women. Just, I'm on the sidelines, remember. I'm not judging. I'm making assumptions. These are things I noticed and I observed. The women have been chasing the men, giving the money, winding and dining the men. I said, wait a minute, when did this change? What happened? So I'm I'm not really into that. You know what I'm saying? So I kind of noticed that. Okay. I noticed the dating scene kind of changed. So me myself personally, I like to date old school. I like to have fun. I like to kick it. Um, and that's what I like to do. All of that other stuff, I noticed the guys are also very angry. Um, they'll come off the back being mad at you. And it's like, I don't know what you're mad about. I don't even know you like that. So to me, those are red flags and there's no judgments. But for me, what I'm going for in dating is drama free, stress free, you know, especially when you first meet somebody, I shouldn't be stressed out of you. You shouldn't be bringing drama to me. You shouldn't have no crazy exes, no crazy baby mamas, crazy wives, you know, cause they say they're not married and they do be married. No crazy wives, you know, uh, you know, lurking on my page, trying to find out what my real name is, doing background check. Like, no, nah, I don't want none of that. I don't want them problems. Okay, now, now I ain't scared, though. I ain't never been scared. And Okay, I am from Detroit, so I can't fight, but I'm not about to be doing all of that, especially over no dick and over no dividends, honey. There's plenty of fish in the sea. There's plenty of dicks in the sea. Excuse my French, but not really. Hello. Okay, so that's how I am. <clears throat> it's not to discard men. Men are very necessary. I think that they're beautiful, but if somebody has a preference, <clears throat> excuse me, and I'm not your preference, I'm not offended by that. Just move on with your life. This new thing where the guys feel like they have to embarrass you, you know, let you know about yourself. You don't have to do all of that. If you don't want, if you don't want something to eat at the restaurant, somebody else gonna eat it. Literally. So it's just like okay, you know.
Like, I just can't stand no chicken breast. Okay, we get it, dog. We, we know you don't want no chicken breast. You know how these bitches be at night, and you ain't got to do all of that. Just go, go live your life and be cool. Be easy. I have noticed that they're very hostile. And to me, it's scary because it's like I'm trying to have fun. Okay? Where's this hostility coming from? You know, it's kind of like they want to make you pay for what somebody else did to them. Now, back in the day when I was dating, if a woman acts like that, they would call us bitter. If we try to make one man that didn't know us pay for what our parents did and what our people who didn't love them did in the past, they would call us bitter. So it, what is it when men do it? That's not fair. So I have kind of noticed that, okay? And then also, I do believe, <clears throat> a lot of you might not agree with this, I do believe in dating on your level. Now, if you want to date outside of your level, that's cool, but you should date on your level. People have like interest and stuff like that because a lot of the times, like, you know, their classism does exist. So when people be like, I'm after the bag and I got all this money and all of this stuff, <clears throat> they do have a different lifestyle, exposed to different things. And I notice it kind of changes their personality a little bit. Okay. So they don't have to be humble because they have money. Humility, what do you mean? They don't have to, you know, be have manners because I have money. Like, what do you mean? I can be as rude as I want. So those type of things, I'm not really into that. Um, so I have no problem saying that, you know, they call it middle, uh, middle class or lower middle class. You know, the average working Joe. I like men like that. What, what would make people think they don't need no, they don't need no woman to love them too? They the main ones need to love because they out there working hard. Not saying that other ones don't work hard, but they have time to be manicured and to look nice and stuff like that. <clears throat> And they have, you know, plenty of women at their disposal, right? So they don't really, you know, need nobody that's going to really put no effort into. They don't have to, right? So that's what I mean about the dating thing, okay? I have to kind of notice that where I can't do the hostility. I also can't do the off the bat game playing. Like I haven't even got a good conversation in with you before you're playing games and trying to triangulate me with other females, and you're doing it because you want me to feel what insecure or jealous or to prove that I like you. But I've already proven that I like you because I'm talking to you. And I've told you that you're handsome, you cute. I notice that the men nowadays, they do not know, they, they don't know how to take compliments. If I give them a compliment, oh, okay, yeah, thank you. You ain't got to be nice to me. Huh? Or they, uh, they you know, so they kind of break, just, just test it out. Go out and give a brother at CVS or at the grocery store a compliment. They might blush, but watch, kind of watch how they do. They don't know how to take no compliment. And they think that you're trying to get something from them if you're complimenting them so they don't receive it. Okay? So that makes them have hostility towards you because it reminds them of somebody else to try to use them. And they thought they was nice too. You know that thing? So it's like they're walking around with this bitterness and this rage and this hostility. And it, it, they're not even holding it in. You know, a guy used to have their representative. They off the back acting like that. And to me, I'm not going to be one of those females where you're picking up where you left off. Like, I, right, you know, with another woman, but I'm in a, in a different body. Like, that's... I wasn't with you. I didn't do those things to you. So that's not fair. I'm not going to be responding to like that. I like to have fun. The first parts of dating or getting to know somebody and you have a right to not like what you not like. You say, I don't like that about you. Or I found out you, um, you work at McDonald's and I don't like that. Okay. Be blessed. But you don't have to go off trying to embarrass somebody because they work at McDonald's. Like when did that become cute? I don't get that. That part I don't get. And you have a lot of women with low self-esteem. They love to see a man try to act like that towards you. Like, mm, yeah, mm, what is the mm about? You had such a pop in love life. You were so in love with whoever you're with. Why are you paying attention to who I'm attracted to? That's the dating game. That's what you do when you're dating. You're gathering data. If you don't like the data you gather, keep it moving. 
Now you might be bummed, like, oh, that you know what I'm saying? I thought that was a really nice girl. Or, I thought Shodi was, you know, cool. I thought we was getting along. And they might not just they they wasn't, you know, they just not that into you. I've had a lot of men that are not interested in me. And you could tell by how they treat you. A man that's really interested in you is not gonna be trying to dog you out in front of people. They're not going to be dragging your name through the mud. They're not going to try to fuck your friends, your cousins, your mama, your dad. They're not going to be trying to do that. They, they don't want people, they don't want their friends to dog you out. And I notice that's a trend where the men are doing that now. Okay, they're not going to want you to act like another female. They're doing that too. They want you to act like another female so they can feel like, nah. They like, like the person for who they are. Okay? So, I don't know if people are like, romance is dead. Or, I'm stuck back in 2000 and the 2000s. Really? Okay, because when you date older men, it's a different type of game. They like to wind it down. But once they get you, especially if you're young and cute, they want to kind of try to just keep you in the house. You stay on up in the house, you know. And I, I didn't know I was so young. I kind of fell off into that. You know, like I'm in the house for my man, but I didn't know they want nobody to see me. Okay, I'll come around a little bit and then, okay, y'all go, you know. So those are the type of things that I kind of noticed. Okay, I'm sorry, guys. My daughter came over <laughs> with the dog. So those are some things that I kind of noticed. You know what I'm saying? So. People like, oh, you stuck, you stuck in the past, and ain't like that no more. Well, nah, I still do believe it's some men out there that uh, that's like this, you know. If you don't like the way my feet look, or you don't like my credit score, or you think my body is not like how the society says it's supposed to look, which the weird thing is, those women really don't look like that naturally. But if you think everybody supposed to be walking around here and trying to pay money for surgery, and my credit ain't paid off. And my kids ain't got no college fund, but you want me to look the way you want me to look. We don't have, we don't, we ain't gonna have nothing to talk about. You want somebody with their priorities mixed up, and that ain't gonna work for me. I wish you the best. So when somebody actually show you like you ain't really what they want, when they the way they do it shows you they ain't really what you want either. Cause like, what you got to do all of that for? It ain't that serious, man? And I noticed that's something like they turned it into a sport. I've had several men. Do this to me. Um, and I haven't dated anybody. I haven't dated in nine years. And they kind of do this, you know, especially with social media ads to it. And people get really invested in stuff. People that are nosy and don't got nothing else to do. And if you're halfway cute, they get jealous and stuff. So they love seeing, you know, you notice that with women, they love seeing a woman get dogged out if you're halfway cute looking. They love it. Oh my God, you're so dumb. I would never. It, it's, it's giving desperation. You know, all of these stupid ass, bot ass comments they like to give. On somebody else's life that you don't even know what the fuck you talking about. They love doing that, don't they? And you should see how giddy they get. They feel like they feel like they're just beautiful. How does that make you feel more beautiful to see somebody else being dogged out? I never understand. It must be a part of the low self-esteem uh, peanut gallery. Sit your ass down and go shut the fuck up. So, getting back to this. So, I noticed that they kind of want to make a spectacle. You don't have to make a spectacle out of something that you're not really interested in. Just because you're not interested in it, you're not the only person in the world. Right? So you sh if you want to go on and live your life and feel like you get you got to get what you deserve, the other person should be able to do that as well. That's all I'm saying. I think that people need to start having a little bit of manners and some tact and some dignity and some class and just keep it moving. You know what I'm saying? Or like what they call now ghosting. Okay, oh well. We used to call it getting stood up when I was, you know, dating. They stood me up. Or I called them and they, you know, they ain't called me back. Okay. It's what it is. Some people don't have the guts to tell you, hey, I don't, I don't really like you like that. But if they're not telling you, actions speak louder than words, baby. If they're trying to embarrass you, they they trying to ghost you. They don't want to be bothered with you. They fucking people you know. Uh, they wanna they wanna uh make you feel lower than low. You you the uh, piece of shit on their shoe. 
that's a person that does not like your damn ass. And I might, might I add, that's a person that's full of hatred. So that's not somebody that you're going to be able to pour your love out on anyway. Because I'm a type of woman where I'm just full of so much love. I'm full of like so much, like I got so much flirtation on the inside of me. I love PDA. I love PDA, okay? When I was with the older guys, okay, we was going to say for 10 years because I would break up with my baby daddy. Go, I went back and forth with both of them, being honest. Because baby daddy, he just kept going off with different women. So it would be long periods we wasn't together. And the good time, Joe, that was the one that I would kind of go off to. Okay, so that's how that went. So all of that stuff, are you horse like that? No, I dated two guys for 10 years. So get out of here. Like, you know, if you call that being a hoe, then whatever. Okay, next. You know what I'm saying? Like, move, keep it moving. Stop being so invested in somebody else's love life that you're not a part of. Like, keep it moving, okay? That's your opinion. It's like an asshole, and you are one. So be blessed, okay? All right, that's just for the people, that are, like the, the lurkers. So the way I am, um, I love PDA. I love public displays of affection. Um, I love being groped. That goes back to when I'm saying, like, when you're first dating somebody, I don't let them touch me like that. You know, it, it get built up. Remember I said a crescendo of cuche, a crescendo of punani. I like to let it build up like a crescendo. And music, go look it up. Like when it goes like, like it just builds up, like building the anticipation, the delayed gratification. Um, and we're going to put a pin in that. But I also believe with the social media era and all of this technology, it's made a lot of the men and women, you know, because I'm not going to be like, it's a men, men, men. But, you know, I'm interested in men make the men and women, they have this instant gratification thing. If you don't, if you don't respect me right off the back, like, like, I, like I, you've been knowing me for 20 years and it's over with. If you don't believe everything I'm saying right off the back, it's over. Like you have to build trust. They don't want to build rapport with people no more. It's make believe ass relationships. I got flewed out. Oh, I get a big. And then you let them bang you out. You know, that's no offense, but that's, that's basically what it is. A guy sees somebody look nice, IG model. They go bang them out. You know what I'm saying? They get them some money or something. And you get a semblance. It's like you basically getting a girlfriend experience with an escort or prostitute. That's basically what it is. And no, no offense. No offense to that. If that's your profession, do what you got to do. But what I'm saying is there's no intimacy in that. So now people don't know how to get intimate. When you try to really get to know them, they're offended by it. When you really give them a genuine compliment, they think you're lying because everybody wants something from them. Especially if they call themselves having some money. Which is why... To be honest with everybody, that's why I've always dated average working Joes. That's why I've always dated them. Because if they think somebody wants them, you ain't even got no money like that. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, nigga, play, you know, like, not saying I want somebody with, with, with no goals or don't want to aspire to anything else. I feel like I should just date somebody that's on my level because then they won't think that I really want something from them other than their companionship. When you look at old men who got money and all of these careers and stuff. Am I intimidated by that? Yes. And I'm very honest with those people. I would say that intimidates me. I think that's great. I, I would like to learn about your world, but it's the way that they act towards me. Like I'm some type of maid, um, which I do clean up a lot. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I do clean up a lot, but I'm talking as far as like, they, they act, they, they display classism towards me and that, that makes me feel small and that's unattractive to me. So then I, I can't be bothered with you. I can't be bothered with you. I can't because you stressing me out. Remember data is supposed to be fun. It's collecting data. If you don't like the data that you see over here, keep it moving. That's all you got to do, okay? So, going back to what I was saying, I love the PDA. I love being groped. And I mean, like, when I first started talking to someone, I don't want them, like, just putting their hands all up over me. You know, like, a touch on my cheek. Guys used to kiss you on the forehead, or they used to grab your neck, or, like, 
act like they're massaging your shoulders and trying to tickle you. And I like those type of things. Now it's just like full, full blown out like porno style when you first meet a nigga and they throw you a bag and say, get the hell out. It's like, what is, what is going on? Wait a minute. You know what I mean? They put my waist trainer back on. You know what I'm saying? So I, I can't get with that. If people are like, this is how it is now, that's how it is for you. I'm not, I'm not going, I can't get with that. I just can't get with it. I'm not into it. So who's ever interested in that? And that's what you feel like. This is, this is where it's at. This is where the party at. we be having threesomes and shit like, okay, God bless. Go ahead. Go on over there and get fucked out, get turned out, get loped out. Do whatever you got to do. That's you. That's you. That's you and your, that, your dick, your coochie, your ass, your titties. That's your body. That's your mind. That's your soul. That's you. That's your heart. That's your, that's your, that's your life, your choices. Okay. If you don't like what I'm saying or it's making you really furious, do not, don't, by all means, don't listen to me. You don't have to listen to me. That means that we're not equally yoked. You don't think how I think you live by a different philosophy and doctrine. And that's fine because different people make the world go round, honey. It's 8 billion people on the planet. There's plenty of people that you could go find that are just like you. Trust me. I've seen a lot of them. Okay. So. I really like the romance aspect of it. You know, I like to write love letters. I love writing love letters. And I'm not going to tell you what I do with them, but I do my little special stuff. So I love writing love letter. And I haven't been able to do that in a long time. Basically, since I, I dated my first kid's dad. Um, I got two kids' dad. And I dated my first kid's dad um, in my 20s. You know, we having babies and stuff to add something different into it. You have fun, but dating, now you got to hurry up and get back home. And I had young babies at the time, so it was different. So... And then we broke up, stuff like that, and da da da. And I've been single ever since. So I haven't been able to date like that. And I like to date like that. I like to I like to show nurturing. I like to nurture men. I like to cook for them. I like to find out what they like to eat. If I really fall in love with you, I have not been in love like that in my life. So all the people say I'm in love with them. Nah, nah, you you mistaken. I have I love people. So if a guy's like, I love you, I'll be like, I love you too. Right? Until you start trying to do some stuff to make me hate you. But as far as like an intimate, like a strong bond, like kinsmanship love, it, that takes a while to grow that. It takes a while to grow that I will love a person. And sometimes it can be love at first time. You can just have an instant connection with somebody, instant chemistry. But if they doing, going out of their way to embarrass me, humiliate me, I don't feel that chemistry with you no more. It doesn't, it doesn't mean I wasn't genuine. I was very genuine. But I'm not, I can't be soft in front of you. I can't be vulnerable. I, I, love, I would love to be soft and vulnerable. A lot of people say I have resting bitch face. And then I come out very cold hearted. How, why would I be? Why would I be warm to cold blooded people? You know what I mean? Like if a nigga's being cold blooded to you, okay, why would I be warm to you? If you're being really hateful and spiteful towards me, why would I be loving and and understanding towards you? I'm just not going to be bothered with that energy. I'm not going to go back and forth because that could be dangerous. Because some people ain't, ain't ain't screwed too tight. You have to get a PPO put out. You know what I'm saying? So you got to be careful with that. I'm just going to back away slowly and fade back into fade, fade to black and let you keep on with your existence or how you like it. Cause that's what, what your life, your choices. I don't take it personal. We don't have to make it personal. We don't have to be nasty about it. You can do you basically. And I'm do me. Okay. For hood lingo. All right. You do you and I'm a do me. That's hood lingo. Okay. And I don't feel ashamed for wanting some dick. I don't, I would never, I would never, I would never, I would never feel ashamed about that ever. Cause the majority of people that shaming you about that, they lying or they married and they getting some. I don't want to hear that. Do you got to be all out here? No, I'm not going to be all out there. I haven't been. Okay. Fuck what you heard. Those are lies. I know myself. I think I know where I've been at. 
tight like a red snapper over here. Don't worry about don't worry about the tightness of my of my pool nanny. It ain't got nothing to do with you. Okay. Okay. I ain't had no complaints since. Thank you. All right. Don't worry about it. So I just have I just, I can't be soft to these people. I can't be soft to me like that. I would love to be soft and to be gooey. And I have that that side of me that really she just like bursting to get out. And that's why when I meet somebody I have chemistry with, that's why I'm like that with them. Because I'm like, wow, hi. It's not just anybody, but I don't have chemistry with any man. If I have chemistry with you, I'm like, hey, how you doing? Come on, let's come on, let's get to know each other. Like, I'm really into it. I'm real, I'm really, and I'm gonna let you know I'm into it. Like, really into it. I like to like I like to make a man feel good. I love complimenting a man. I don't believe in the flattery, right? I'm trying to flatter somebody too much. My compliments are very they're very genuine because they're personalized, and I really feel like that. I probably do want to say some nasty stuff, you know what I'm saying? Like some freaky kinky stuff, but I can't let her out yet either because that's another fact. You can't really be freaky or kinky with nobody like that. I don't know if you're going to take me. I don't know y'all because the men talk like women now. You're going to tell somebody she sucked me up. I don't know what you're going to be saying. So my freak has not been able to be out. She's been just on the inside of me, just banging on the door. And I'm like, girl, you can't get out that room yet. You can't get out. I got the door locked. I got this soft side, you know, my soft girl arrow. She's really there. Okay. I have my era has been going on silently. There's just nobody shared it with me. I'm very soft. Like I like to do plants and plants and gardening. And I love to cry in a closet. And you know, I just love I love that stuff. I have a handkerchief. You know what I'm saying? Like I I have like oils and, and all of that stuff and my yoni stains and I'm very, very soft. My yoga and you know, I love to cuddle with my pet. You know what I'm saying? I'm very soft like that. I love my affirmations and my prayer to God and you know, and telling God like why do you love me so much? And you know, I don't feel like I deserve your love. I'm really, really like that with God. I'm really raw like that. I would love to share those aspects of me that I share with God with other with a man. I just haven't been able to find one. I feel chemistry with one and then I be thinking they feel the same way. And then they'll just switch up on me and try to start embarrassing me. Now, now, am I saying, am I perfect? No. But I haven't even get a chance to know somebody really well before they start trying to like embarrass me. Oh, bitch, I can get another one of you. What is that about? Why are you, why do you want to do that? No, I'm one in a million. My love is one in a million like Aaliyah. What do you mean? What are you talking about? You know, your love is a one. My love is a one in a million. So what are you, what are you doing this for? And it's not my fault that you can't see that. Or if it's not your preference, you probably don't want a, a one in a million love. You probably want somebody that just love anybody, love you a long time, just anywhere, all the time. And that's fine. Okay. Keep it moving. So I just can't, I can't, I can't, I haven't been able to let these different sides of me out. And guys, if you read some of my poetry books, some of the, I mean, the, I'm just very erotic as well. I can't really express that part of me because I don't feel safe with the man that I've met so far to express those sides with me. I can't talk to men about my spirituality. I have not been able to talk to men about my sexuality and express that because those are needs that I have. I can't, I can't talk to men about my fears um, because I don't know if they're going to run off and tell. You know what I mean? All of these men talk too much. They talk too much, dog. They talk too much. They, and some of them be jealous. And you was like, I don't remember this is what I'm saying, guys. I'm being honest. Like when I was dating, I don't remember this. And I was like, even when I dated, I, I dated the same guy. Um, in high school, when I was in college, I was engaged to him. Even when I was 16 and started dating, the, the guys seemed like they was more mature then. I don't know what happened where everybody wanted to be young. Like we all in our late 30s and 40s, and they still act like they're 16. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, even when I was 16, I remember the guy that I was I dated, I used to dress like a boy. 
I dressed like a boy for a long time, guys. I used to dress like TLC and um and Left Eye. Uh, TLC and I used to dress like Missy Elliott. All of that was a big thing, like back in the day. Aaliyah, I dressed like a tomboy for a long time. And so when I started talking to my um my ex, we, you know, he approached me and he was like, I want to take you out. I was like, what? So he was, I mean, I'm just saying, it, as innocent as that 16-year-old date was, taking me out to eat, you know what I'm saying? And then, and take me, I think we went out to eat, we went to the movies. And he didn't have a car at the time. He had his brother and his brother's wife chauffeur us there. So I started off dating. He, he couldn't just call my house, guys. I'm telling you, who I was dating, he had to call and speak to my mom, and my mom had to speak to my stepfather. That was the, you know. Like my my father, father had my biological father, which was like the fun time guy. Like, hey, you know, I'm not serious, I'm not responsible, which is the truth, you know, no offense. And then I had my father, which is my stepfather, that was like, you know, picking me up from school, showing me how to do my hair, telling me about guys and how to behave, you know, like that. Show me how to clean up, show me how to cook. My stepfather did all of that, and he was a man's, but he worked with his hands. So he had to call my stepfather in order just to be able to start calling me. I could not get boys to call my home until I was 16. So my other friends had already started talking to guys at 12, 13, 14. They had their first kiss. Everything for me started at 16. So he called, and then he was already starting to call, and then he had to ask them, so I have to go on a date. So then I went out on a date, and that's how that happened. I had a curfew, everything. Like, it was really traditional how I started dating. And I don't know if my mom and my family kind of kept me in this bubble. where I was, You know, maybe I was naive, but I really, the innocence of it and the tradition of it, it was very fun, okay? And then me and him started getting cool. And that's when he started telling me, like, hey, why do you, why me and you shopping in the same area? Because <laughs> I was dressing like a boy. And I was like, what? And so I was open-minded. Even at 16, he took me, we went to the rave because I used to get teased in high school because they said I dressed like a white girl. Because everybody was dressing in uh, rainbow. And I, I like rainbow, too, but I'm just saying, just rainbow and dots. And, you know, we go on to seven days. I used to love seven days, too, though. Don't get, don't get it, Don't get it twisted. But that was, like, after, you know. I wasn't comfortable. What I was comfortable, I used to love the Spice Girls. I used to love, I was obsessed with Dawson's Creek. I had a huge crush on James Vanderbeek. So I was kind of looking like how Joey and, you know, uh, Blossom, how they kind of dressed. I identified with that, so I went to the rave, okay? If you don't know that story, go look it up. It was basically like where the white girls shopped at, okay? So I went to the rave in the mall with him, and he picked out a few outfits for me to put on, and he, you know... I put them on, and I had never really was wearing because I felt uncomfortable because my breasts were so big. My breasts has just always been big. They were stupid big now, but they was big. At 16, I was wearing like a double D, triple D. Big. I was wearing a size C by the time I was 11. So I would try to cover them. You know what I'm saying? I don't want people to like, don't be looking at me so like that. So I put it on, and it was like tight clothes and stuff, and you know. And uh, he was all that looked nice. You know what I'm saying? He was told me to walk. It was very erratic, even at 16. <laughs> He told me to walk, and I remember walking. Like, I saw him looking at me in the mirror. He's like, when you go to the dressing room, and he bought me an outfit at 16, okay? And he was only a year. He was only he was two years older than me, so he was 18, okay? So, hey, chill out. He was two years older than me, okay? So, this is what I was used to. This is how I started dating, okay? Then he was he would go to church a lot, and I went to church, and we would, we would go to my church, Second Ebenezer, Detroit. And then we'll go to his church, which is, which is an apostolic church under Bishop and Mother Garrett. I love them. They actually, and then we ended up getting engaged. And um, they gave us our uh, premarital counseling. And that's when I found out I ain't about to marry this man because he was saying some crazy stuff. So I will tell anybody, if you're dating, whatever religion you do, go get premarital counseling. Because with, with some experienced people, because Bishop and Mother Garrett, 
they ask questions that in my young mind, my young, my young girl mind, I didn't think to ask. And the que- and the answers I got, I heard him answering, it was like red flags for me even then. Like just show me, like I think this man gonna be abusive. And I ended up breaking up with him. And I hate to say it, I was right. He actually got with this um Caucasian lady. And he would be beating her so bad. He would beat her in front of her brothers and stuff. And I saw snippets of that when I was dating him. But I really didn't get a chance. You know, we was when you were young, they did, I guess they'd be emerging. You know what I'm saying? Those aspects of them. So that ended up not working out. Praise the Lord for that. Okay, I ain't had no kids by my nothing. So that's how that went. But that's how I started dating. That's how I dated. Okay? And then I dated another guy after that. He was a musician. His father had a studio and everything. It wasn't just like them broke music. He was a musician for real. And he, I learned something from each of the guys. He helped me with my writing. I was very insecure in my writing. I wouldn't let nobody read my stuff. I've always been a writer. I've always done poetry since I was five. I would be in poetry contests, but I never felt comfortable with my writing. Like letting other people know about my writing. So he helped me with that. And then he would come and pick me up. He would make sure I get to the door. He would, they would buy me cologne. That was a big thing to buy girls some, um, some perfume back in the day. That Candy's perfume. Oh, that Curve. Oh my God. They had this curve. First it was for guys and it was for girls. That Tommy. Like I would get, you know what I'm saying? That's how I dated. I dated like that. I dated like that, okay? And then him and I, I dated him for three years. And then he ended up moving up to Mount Pleasant with this other girl, okay? And I was really, really I was so heartbroken, guys. Oh my God. I was just like, oh my God. I, my whole, I got a diary just dedicated to that guy. He was, he opened me so much to my artistic aspect. I really appreciated that. Now, when I was single for a while, you know what I'm saying? I would go disperse of being single. Uh, I'll be single for a year, two, three, four, five years like that. And then, um, yeah, I was single for a long time until I met my first kid's dad. That's how that went. I dated like two or three guys in between, but we didn't sleep together and like that. It was just like, oh, okay, hey, how you doing? Okay, that didn't work out. You know, it would be something like that, you know, or they lived too far or something. But I'm talking like, I got serious with my kid's dad. He started off playing games, but that was another story. So, and then I got, you know, basically stuck having children. And I love my children, but that's how that, I'm talking about as far as stuck, it stopped there, like the, my dating life. That's how it went. That's how my dating life went. So imagine me trying to reemerge, like, oh, okay, I'm, I want somebody to ask me for my number. And okay, now they slide in the DMs, right? Now we got to slide in the DMs, okay? Then they might give you their number if they feel comfortable with you. So now you just slid in the DMs, give me your number. I'm starting to talk to you. We having a good time. And then I don't know if something I say or do something. Sorry. Sorry about that, guys. Something I say or something that I do, it ends up triggering them. Or I don't know. They may hear. I don't know. I don't know, guys. And then it causes them to act, you know, like this. So I'm going to keep hope alive, okay? I'm very romantic. I'm a romantic. Oh, I'm such a romantic. I love romance. I have so many ideas for, like, fun dates, fun romance. I have so many ideas for, like, lingerie. Like, when you know, so far as my, I got ideas for my freak side. I have, I, I want to feel safe to let my freak, I have to be able to let my, my hair down. I have to be able to let my hair down. I have to be able to trust the person. I'm not just going to be like, I'm freaky. I'm different. No, I'm not going to do that with everybody. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't trust everybody like that. Nah. Okay. So I have ideas for my freaks. I have ideas for like my romantic side. I want to be soft. I want to be able to cry if I had a hard day. And so I had a real hard day today and just get a hug. You know, I think that I, I don't think I know that I deserve to be treated like that. And I probably should have been married a long time ago. OK, but everything happens for a reason. Everything happens for a reason. And I'm grateful for the experiences that I had with people, that those men that I knew in my past. But those men are in my past. Those are not my love story. Those were experiences and lessons that I learned from my love story. 
And I believe that the love story and the lover and my homie lover friend and my husband, my king, the priest of my home, that the most high has for me is in my future. Okay. He just need to meet me in the present. Okay. All right. <laughs> and it's not going to be somebody that wants to embarrass me or make me make fun of me or, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't, I don't think I deserve to be emotionally abused. Like, don't play with my emotions like that. You don't know what people that been at, you know what I'm saying? It, it end up be, uh, that's how some men end up in that. Um, it's a thin line between love and hate. You can't play with people's emotions like that. We done went through COVID, you know, collectively people have trauma. We all went through COVID. That was scary. I, I lost somebody through that in my family. Very important to us due to COVID. People have lost people. You know, people just want to be loved. I'm not about to be being bothered with all, if you if you want to jump on the hate train to hate me or you want to be a hater, you could go do that. But I'm not gonna be giving you none of my energy no more. I'm gonna give my energy to myself and then whatever whoever responds to me, I'm gonna go where I'm celebrated, not where I'm tolerated, or act like I'm just not to be tolerated, like I'm intolerable. I don't uh, I don't do that. So I am still a romantic at heart. I hope that you guys enjoy this podcast. I am gonna be dating. Okay, yes. And I will be maybe doing, I'm not going to tell my business, but you know, maybe some dating ideas or maybe some dating fashion, some things I kind of put on, you know, because, you know, also my body ain't what it was in in my 20s. You know what I'm saying? So I have to find something that's flattering to my body, to my shape as I tone up and try to get some of the weight off. And that's another thing. Whoever is going to love you, they're going to love you how you look now. Of course, you, everybody got room for improvement, but all of this, you can't handle stomach. You got to be, no, nah, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing it. That's unfair. It's unfair. And I don't deserve that. I deserve to be loved the way I am. And I do have, uh, there's room for improvement and I'm open to suggestions. Okay. And to the right leadership. Okay. Something I'm equally yoked with. All right. This is Humble Dame. You guys have a wonderful day. And I hope that you get some romance tonight. Peace.